What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TamanBaseballFan.com. I've got an interesting story for you. It's kind of based on a true story, so it's not completely 100% uh, real here, but uh, we're going we're gonna to give it a shot here. I think, uh, I think this will be kind of fun. So uh, back in 1994-95-ish, uh, there were a couple of people that were, uh, that were really kind of just messing around in the woods uh, in Vermont, so rural area. Uh, they came across this house that had been abandoned for probably a couple decades, maybe more. Um, it's very musty. And uh, so there are a couple uh, kids that decided to uh, say, you know what, we're gonna go ahead and, and uh, take our chances. And we've heard all of the, uh, all of the scary, spooky stories of, of the, you know, the inhabitants of the house and everything, but we're just going to go in and, and look around because surely there's no ghosts or anything like that. So they go in with their flashlights and they start looking around and, you know, they're going in through the uh, kitchen. They notice that some of the, the kitchen cabinets, uh, drawers are open and there's some, uh, old timey, uh, uh, silverware, uh, which no doubt is probably worth something. Um, and you know, so they, uh, they are limited to what they can see based upon uh, what their flashlight allows. Uh, so anyways, it basically ends up being two, three hours while they're going through this entire house. And they've exhausted all of the rooms and uh, all of the bathrooms and the kitchen uh, as far as exploring goes. And they've uh, gotten used to the, to the musty uh, smell at this point. And so they figured, okay, there's one more place we need to go before we, uh, before we call it quits and go somewhere else. And they decided to line their pockets with some of the fun little trinkets. They found some old marbles and, you know, some neat little photographs as well of the family that they thought were funny because of the mustaches and just the wear, you know, the clothing that they wore, right? So they decided we're going to check out one more thing. We're going to go down the basement. Uh, this is another level of, uh, of excitement and uh, mystery for them because with as dark as the house is, the basement's even darker. And so they turn on their lights and they start going downstairs and uh, they descend into the basement step by creaky step. These old-timey wooden steps and so this house by the way probably has been there since you know the 1800s at least and uh, to their disappointment they don't see a whole lot it's empty for the most part except there's a drawer uh, in the corner say so, well okay well uh, we'll take a look at what's over here so they go to this drawer and uh, first of all, they're scared to death because a, a rat jumps out <laughs> because that's where his hiding place was. And uh, before they, uh, after a while, they they're able to compose themselves and and take a look and uh, see what's in this uh, what's in this little cabinet. They look and there's a bunch of these uh, thin type of glass plates, and uh, they've got some sort of what looks to be like mess ink on them. Yeah, that's kind of strange. Um, they keep looking through and there's just this pile 
this pile of glass plates. And then in the back, they see this little uh, pile of, uh, of photographs. These photographs are definitely old and they're not the same as the photographs that were upstairs in the main house. These photographs were of baseball players. And the baseball players looked old timey, so they, you know, probably, uh, they probably were old unless somebody did some sort of cosplay or something like that. But they're odd because a lot of these players were not photographed in the field. No, they were actually photographed in what looked like a studio uh, with maybe some backdrops and, uh, and sometimes the balls were suspended by strings. Uh, in these photographs. It's really kind of a strange thing. So they thought that was kind of cool and they, they basically took the entire uh, cabinet out and brought them home. The uh, glass plates included. So when they got home they showed uh, their parents and they started looking at these glass plates. And it turned out they weren't just a messy array of ink that's all over these glass plates for no reason. As they held them up to the light, they looked like they were actual negatives of some sort of these baseball players. So they take them to an auction house and the auction house uh, gets particularly excited about these because what it turns out that they've stumbled upon are not just photographs and glass negatives of these baseball players, the actual glass plate negatives that were used to produce the baseball cards in Old Judge. Now, if you've been following my podcast for any amount of time, you know I am absolute nut over Old Judge baseball cards and anything cardboard when it comes to the 19th century. So, um, here's here's kind of where uh, where the truth kind of converges with this. I don't know uh, exactly how this story happened, okay? But the truth is there was a Vermont find in the mid-90s of glass plate negatives from Old Judge. And uh, to me, uh, and as the uh, one of the co-authors of the, basically, the Old Judge Bible, the Old Judge book, um, Jay Miller says that these are about as historically significant you can get when it comes to old judge uh, baseball cards. And uh, my goodness gracious. So, let me tell you a little bit about them. And let me tell you about old judge a little bit also. Old judge has, uh, so far to date, a little over 2,500 subjects or cards that have been documented and cataloged in the set. So it's a massive set. It uh, basically features uh, 520 or so subjects, uh, the baseball players. So each one has multiple poses. To give you an example of how rare these are, out of the over 2,500 known cards that have been cataloged, PSA has uh, has graded a little over 5,000 of them. Now if you check and you'll have to take a look in the PSA website, because I don't recall that I think, I think I'm right, I think there's about 250,000 or so T206 graded cards. that set is wildly smaller. It's about a fifth the size of Old Judge, and there's 524 uh, total cards in uh, T206. So Old Judge baseball cards are very, 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 very rare um, when it comes to 
uh, when you know taking into consideration all these other cards out there. A lot of them are pop one, pop two, pop three, so on and so forth. Uh, obviously, there are several others at SGC. There are others that are raw and so on and so forth. Um, but when it comes to the glass plate negatives, uh, there were, I believe, 88 or so found uh, in this Vermont find in the mid-90s. So, again, I wish I knew the entire story. I would like to um, research it more. I just can't find much because it was pretty much pre-internet, right? <laughs> Pre-mainstream internet, uh, being that was in the mid-90s. So, obviously, the internet was just getting going, but it wasn't in every single household uh, like it is now. So, uh, unfortunately, a lot of internet uh, searches that I've done over the past uh, few weeks have not really come up with much. Uh, but, anyways, in this, uh, in this Vermont find, this is the single, the sole find of any old judge glass plate negatives. There are, I believe, about 88 or so of them have been found. And somewhere between 50 and 60 or so uh, were actually used in the old judge set. So what that means is we're talking about around 2% of an already scarce uh, run of cards uh, that's represented having these glass plate negatives. And the odds are, uh, if you looked at a an entire catalog or inventory of all of the glass plate negatives that have been found in this find, uh, you very well may never have heard of a single uh, name of these. There's no King Kelly, no Cap Anson, uh, you know, none of the big, big, big guys um, that are that are household names today, anyway. So, not not to say King Kelly and Cap Anson are exactly household names right now, but, you know, compared to, uh, some of these other, you know, smaller guys back then, you just won't find any, any massive names. Uh, and so anyways, it's, it's really exciting. It's an exciting find. I love thinking about how these, uh, finds came about, how they came to light. Uh, but anyway, so over the past several years, some of them have made it to auction. Uh, many of the photographs that have been uh, pulled from these glass plate negatives have made it to auction as well. There's been a lot of speculation how old uh, these uh, photographs are. Um, and I think the general consensus now at least is that they are probably, they're probably, probably produced in between 1900 and 1910 or so, if I remember correctly. Uh, the glass plate negatives are original, you know, from the 1880s, uh, but the photographs pulled from them from this find uh, are 1900, 1910. Um, and that's another rabbit trail that you can go down also, right? Why were they created back then? Was it as, uh, you know, uh, some sort of a promotion for uh, newer tobacco cards coming out because that's around the time the American Tobacco Company was uh, uh, was dissolved. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm just not sure. Uh, maybe a photography house was uh, uh, trying to showcase some of their old stuff. I, I just don't know. Or maybe uh, I think there are some composites that were created for like a 25th anniversary of uh, of something back then as well. I I just don't know. Um, but uh, in any event. These glass plate negatives are super exciting to me. And uh, this is where this kind of gets a little personal. Uh, over the past couple weeks, I've been watching an auction house uh, auction off three of these glass plate negatives. I went after two of them. I won 
both of them. They're of a single player, Abner Boyce. And Abner Boyce was not really a player that was uh, anything to speak of. In fact, he only played in a couple exhibition games. Uh, but he's immortalized in the old Judge website, or the old Judge uh, baseball card set. <laughs> As a web developer, I think I say website too many times each uh, each day, so sometimes it slips every now and then. Um, anyways, he's immortalized in this baseball card set uh, of old Judge. And not only that, but it is uh, his poses are some of the most beautiful, elaborate poses that I've seen in the entire glass plate negative find. That's what really kind of initially drew me to them is the... Uh, the backdrop. I just love the backdrop. So, uh, so I ended up uh, winning both of these negatives. These glass plate negatives are about five by six, five by seven. Um, you know, they're glass. You know, it's not film. You know, it's just really kind of fun. Uh, and the neat thing is also, a couple notes on this. Number one, to know that these glass plate negatives were a mere matter of feet from their subjects that they were taking. It's not like a baseball uh, card today where some photographer takes a takes photo in action from the sidelines or whatever, and and you know all kinds of cards are distributed from it, you know, based on that. No, uh, this is actually in a studio uh, and uh, you know old timey camera, obviously from the 19th century, and uh, you know it was you know basically uh, etched into this glass. Um, photographs or whatever the, the technology is or the term the terminology is uh, really cool stuff I think that's just the coolest thing ever um, the another neat thing about this is uh, you know a couple of things number one uh, the auction house took a digital positive from these and I, I might actually send this to send these to uh, uh, some sort of development centers or something uh, development center whatever you call them uh, to try to pull up off something even crazier, but um, I, I've been able to get from the auction house some positives that are in digital format. And let me tell you guys something: like I am uh, shocked. These, the clarity and the size of these photos that are taken from these glass plate negatives are mind-blowingly clear. They're incredible. There's so much detail that's lost in the old Judge Baseball cards, the photographs. So as nice as they are, you know, w without knowing the knowledge of of actually uh, of the backdrops that they use and that sort of thing, you would have you would think that maybe they were posing in a meadow or in a forest or on a beach or in a park or something uh, for these. But these photographs tell the entire story from these glass plate negatives. Um, and it's just amazing how large they can get, how clear they are. I mean, you can see the stripes on the on the shirts and the buttons, and it's just so neat. And the belts, uh, I mean, it's really cool, really cool stuff. Not to mention uh, that, you know, this is really kind of the genesis of collecting as we know it. And not only that, but these are, for the most part, these can be considered one of ones. I mean, they are one of ones, but, you know, without the serial number, of course, because uh, there's none other... Uh, of these out there that exist of Abner Boyce. And, um, you know, it's really kind of neat. I think I uh, connect with that because of the uh, printing plates. I don't really collect printing plates anymore, but I know that uh, printing plates hold a special place in many people's hearts because they're used in the production of the creation of some of their favorite cards. Um, yeah, now if, if you have a printing plate that's of some generic card nowadays, I mean, it's obviously going to be 
worth more than you know higher number card or whatever. But uh, if you could get a printing plate of a significant card, um, that's pretty you know pretty impressive. Uh, so to have some uh, glass plate negatives of old Judge, that's truly exciting. Truly exciting stuff to me. I think these are uh, museum museum pieces. I think they belong in a museum. Um, and so that's the kind of stuff that I love being able to add to my collection. Um, I was also able to reach out to somebody uh, who actually had a photograph that was created of one of these uh, glass plate negatives, uh, you know, in the 1900 to 1910 time period, which is kind of fun also to have it as like a nice little uh, supplement to, this, uh, to, to these pieces. So I'll be doing an article and YouTube video, no doubt about these. And, and I might even be doing some uh, cool, fun custom things to go along with these as well so but anyways it's been a while since i did a podcast and i have been really excited to tell you all about this little story here and my latest pickup and uh, so yeah keep your eyes peeled i will have uh, pictures and and everything else like that uh later so thank you for listening